This is episode 82 of African and American with your girl, Six the Goddess. And keep in mind, I'm a goddess and I'm sensitive about my shift. Peace and love, family. I hope you all are doing well. I am doing well. I'm just out here minding my Black-owned business, keeping my edges intact, okay, and drinking my water. Nothing to see here. Just keep it going along. Um, you know, your big sis is out here moving and grooving. Nothing to see here, okay? Same old, same old. All is well on my end. Let's go ahead and get into the topic this week. So, for those of you who may or may not know, um, it is uh, my philosophy that... Um, you know, after we gain knowledge of ourselves historically, you know, knowledge and applied knowledge economically and financially. And once we, you know, cover these different aspects of healing as a people, because let's just be honest, the people that we came from did, you know, have different things that had to overcome in different circumstance. And because of these circumstance or disadvantages, if you want to call it that, there's a healing that has to take place for us, okay? I, I mean, that's just reality. I I don't feel like as Black people, it's fair for us to ever discuss our issues without incorporating race as a factor. Race does not have to be an issue, but it does have to be a factor. I do understand that at this point, we are responsible for ourselves. I do understand I am not that woke person that's like, everything is the white man's fault and... No, I do understand that at some point uh, we do have to kind of break free from that narrative, move forward and progress according to where we're at. Now, different people in the revolution have different purposes. Different people in the revolution have different callings and different gifts. And what the revolution is about is everybody contributing their gift to the unit and to the movement as a whole. Um, being for your people is not necessarily about policing everyone else or deciding on how you are going to move based upon how others move. A revolutionary is one who has made the agreement and who has committed to doing the very opposite of what we have been programmed and conditioned to do as people. In my opinion, now here comes the opinion part of this. In my opinion, our black love and relationships are the foundation of our healing as a people, as a whole. Because to me, after you make the money, after you learn how to manage the money, after you learn the history, after you learn about all of that, the foundation of all that is still going to be dependent upon our marriages and relationships. So this is why for myself... Um, I focused on, you know, kind of making our normal and traditional gender roles a thing again, you know, just kind of fighting against this whole fluidity movement that's kind of going on that will leave a people confused and disorganized is and also their seeds to come. Um, you know, this is why, despite all that, I like to really focus on and encourage our gender roles. Y'all know my other motto. If it's good enough for my ancestors, 
it's good enough for me. Okay, so the fact that we thrived for so long with a very similar um, and very uniform, almost systematic way of handling our relationships, um, the fact that we were able to do that for thousands of years, for me, again, this is opinion. My opinion on that is if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Okay, if these are things that have worked for generations after generation, uh, then you just kind of stick with that. You can maybe tweak things here and there according to the times a little bit. However, the foundations, the base of it all uh, is always going to go back to the traditions set before us. Okay, so while other races are looking to progress by changing and moving forward, uh, you know, we had it right in the past. So while others need to progress and go forward, we got to go backwards because we've been had this. We had this right from the beginning. Okay, so, you know, if if some people may wonder, like, you know, what is why is she always talking about that? And that's why. Okay. Again, this is these are my thoughts. This is what I have observed. Um, I've come from both sides of the spectrum. I've seen an ununited family. I've seen united family. I've seen single parent households. I've seen multiple parent households. I've seen single women. I've seen married women. I've, I've seen, I've just, I mean, if we all just pay attention to what we see in our everyday life, all this stuff really makes sense. If you just observe the patterns, if you observe what things are for a majority of the time, you know, what things are for a majority of the cases, if you're paying attention, these are things you can see. Um, this is not anything profound or new. Um, you know, these issues are apparent in everyday life when we just open our eyes and look around at different people in their circumstance. Okay. So I feel like we all kind of have to do our part, again, according to our gift, according to your message, your abilities, doing our part in being the example, teaching, and leading in our own way to each contribute our piece to the movement, to the betterment, okay? Um, we, we, we cannot be so individualistic because my children will grow up and interact with yours, it's not enough to say, well, I don't care about what they doing because, you know, what I know, don't, we can't feel like that. That's kind of the problem now. Okay. Uh, we do owe the responsibility to each other to have some form of foundational code. Okay. There has to be some type of blueprint to how this all goes. Yes. Each person may have different variants depending on their life path and circumstance, but there has to be some type of guide. You cannot just have people running amok, doing quote unquote what they want or quote unquote what makes them happy. Okay, that does not end well for your future generations of children. Okay, because what makes you happy may be unhealthy to the next person. And what makes that person happy may be unhealthy to the other. So you can't just say, well, this is how I'm going to operate because it makes me happy. And this is how I want to do it. That's all fine and good until your children grow up and remove themselves from whatever bubble you thought you were going to keep them in their whole life. And now they have to run into the product of all these people that you told to just do whatever they want and do whatever made them happy. When serial killers catch a kill, it makes them happy. 
let that sink in. When rapists rape, that makes them happy. Let that sink in. Do you see how deep that rabbit hole of do whatever satisfy you, do whatever you want, makes you happy? Do you see how dark that rabbit hole can get? Bring back codes and foundations. Bring back guidelines. Bring back standards. Okay, I hate it here in this new world of do what you want and do what makes you happy. And unfortunately, the people put in front of the do whatever you want, do whatever makes you happy bus are who? Black women. Black women have been attacked by the do whatever makes you happy bus. Why would you tell a race of women who had their men ripped from them, their fathers ripped from them, their wombs attacked, their womanhood and femininity under siege for generations? Why would you take the final product of all of that all of that trauma and BS and then tell them, do what makes you happy. Um, No, it sounds like this is a very hurt group of people that is going to need some rules and standards of what is healthy and what works to live by. Okay, why would you do that? You do not sit and abuse, enslave a race of women for six, seven generations and then have the final infinity stone generation come through and tell them to do what they want you do understand that the things you want and the things that quote unquote satisfy you or make you happy can be a result of your traumas which most of the time they are a result of your traumas so let's stay let's step away from do whatever you want do what makes you happy and let's step into the big girl grown-up adult world of doing what needs to be done and then let's take the even more peaceful mindset approach in being happy by doing what needs to be done oh my god there goes a concept you know what should make you happy is knowing that what you're doing is going to set up your future Your children that haven't even been born yet. Your children's children, children. What should make you happy is knowing that you are laying out a foundation that has been proven to work, giving them the greatest possibility to succeed. Is anything in life guaranteed? No, because that be your favorite line. Well, just because you're married does not mean that, you know, all of a sudden everything is going to be all so much better and this and a third And you know what? Every time you get in a car, it doesn't mean you're going to make it to your destination, but you still get in and go where you need to go. Why? Because you got to get it done. So if we could understand that, okay, about things with four rubber tires and a steering wheel, I think we can understand that concept about our children. We are the drivers. We are going to get our future generations where they need to go. That means getting over ourselves and accepting certain things for how they are and then stepping into your femininity and then finding happiness and finding joy. Okay, and following a guideline and following a standard. Everything in life is about perspective. You can look at it as, oh my God, you're putting me in a box. You're telling me what to do. See, I have to follow societal standard. I mean, you can look at it like that. Or 
you can look at it in a positive perspective and be happy to do it and be like, great, I'm happy to know that I am going to be following a plan that works. Traditional, traditional. What does that mean? Traditional means this works. Traditional means proven over time, over generations. Okay. So that brings me to get into the meat potatoes of today's of today's topic for this week I should say not today's topic but this week's topic is ladies when you are beginning to date a man not a male not an adult boy not a child with facial hair I'm talking about a man now If you are not experiencing men, then you may need to do what I had to do, which was to check yourself, okay? Because the science behind it all is we are all a product of what? Our reality. Our reality shapes what we see as real and what is not, okay? Uh, If we haven't seen it, we haven't seen aliens. So, you know, do we believe they exist? No, because we just have not seen them. We have, we just have not, okay? It has not crossed our paths, all right? So it's just not something we're going to believe in. Maybe the day I see one is the day I believe in aliens. When I see a little green creature with three eyes, and but I have not seen that. Therefore, as of right now, that is not a reality to me. In this same manner, it is very easy to be a sister and never run across a man. And you may say, well, six of goddess, you crazy. Like, you crazy. I see men all day, every day. I I see Tyrone and Ty Quavius. And, you know, I don't know what you mean by you saying that I ain't see no men because I see men all the time. Girl, like, what do you mean? Um, No, you may be seeing males. Because when it comes to dealing with a man, things get a little bit different I had spoke about this on YouTube um, a while back and by the way if you're not subscribed to my YouTube please do so at six the goddess and subscribe to my channel we are trying to get things rolling on there we got some good content going so go ahead and join our YouTube community thank you very very much um so um when you are dating a man things are different and there is Whereas boys jump at anything on their vibrational level. Boys, they'll jump at anything. They're, they don't have a plan. They're not prepared. They really just out here winging life day by day. But when it comes to a man, men have plans. Men have things to do. Men have a direction to go. Men contribute something. Okay, they contribute something major. Now, the way that it works And again, this is the part about being a feminine woman that seems to be the killer. This is where we really separate the girls from the women in our femininity is when we start talking about our interactions with men. As a woman, it is your job when you are dating a man, um, whether it is the, you know, well, actually, you know what? I would say this is in a dating stage because Doing this in a dating stage is how you'll get to enter the courtship phase. Now, ladies, when you are in your season where you're not necessarily 
looking for a man, but you are aligning yourself for a man. There is a huge difference, okay? There's a certain way this has to go about. Now, there's a difference between just chasing behind and being thirsty and looking for a man and putting yourself in position for a man. And this can take some time. This is why I don't play into the narrative of why you single? Where your man at? The truth is, ladies, you are not the pursuer or the hunter. You're not. Okay. You have got to either decline or accept the men that come to you. The most best you can do, ladies, if you do see a gentleman you're interested in, is give him an eye and a little smile and if he says something cool if he don't that's it I hope you ladies are not out here shooting your shot at men um because healthy masculine men do not like that I am going to do another episode either here or on YouTube about masculine women and how masculine women are fun for about six months to a year masculine women are very fun in the beginning and to some men, it may sound fun of having a woman that shoot her shot at him. Like, hey, I don't mind. Like, hey, you know, no, 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 no. But that's very telling about the mindset of that woman. And that's going to go left quick. Now, again, let me also keep in mind, as y'all know, I do understand. Different strokes for different folks. Not every man is a man. Not every man is masculine at all. For some men, They look for a woman for stability and leadership. And that's their business. Some women are more on their masculine side and they need a man that they can take the lead with. They are unable to go under a man's leadership. And I would much rather a woman know that and just move accordingly as opposed to living in constant chaos and conflict with a masculine man, knowing that she doesn't want that. Some There are some women where maybe if she, also if she experienced her mother being cheated on or experienced her mother or see her mother experienced negatively with men, that can also make her decide to get a weaker man that she knows will always need her, that she knows cannot literally navigate life without her she doesn't want the man with the stability she wants to be the stability because she wants the man to need her thus keeping him around so again different people again different like life experiences again yield different subconscious desires I acknowledge that so y'all please don't bring y'all regular ass on here talking about you're generalizing and that's not the case for all Please be quiet, okay? I don't care about that. I'm talking about majority of the time. I'm not talking about what unhealthy life circumstance and scarcity mindset cause people to make certain choices. I'm talking about healthy, normal roles. I'm also not talking about basic bitch shit. So I'm not talking about, so the man pay the bills and the woman got to clean the whole house? I mean, there ain't no gender role. Man can clean too. Woman can pay a bill too. Let me know when you're ready to leave basic bitch university and upgrade your thinking a little bit deeper than that basic ass shit. And I have to talk like this for a reason so y'all know I'm not playing. I got to really say this with my chest because y'all will play with me if I allow you to. (laughs) So I keep in mind now, I said what I said in this. Yes, I understand there are exceptions, but we are talking about the majority. Thank you. Okay. 
Woo! And I hate I got to do all them disclaimers, but unfortunately I have to because y'all don't know the half of the stupidity that be coming true. Okay? When you are dating the man, this is your job as a woman. Okay? Let, now pay attention. Like I was saying, sometimes this can take time, ladies. Sometimes sometimes y'all get have a relationship go bad and then you want a month later to find a good man. And sis, that is not how it works. Okay. While you do want to take this very seriously and put forth a consistent effort at aligning yourself for a mate, you also need to exercise some patience. You have to feel things out and give things time because again, it's different for a man. Men are the hunters. Now, when you see a man who has been single for a while and he swear up and down, it's because he quote unquote has not found a one. He's lying. You're a man. That means whatever woman that you want, you can go approach. You don't have to say, oh, I hope she says something to me or hey, I like her. Maybe she'll. No, you are the hunter. When you want to meet, you can go in for the kill at any time. It's 20 women in every one of you. It's all about you need to find a woman that can act right with you and get with what you need to get with and keep it moving. So the men be lying when they say they haven't found the one. They be lying. Okay, no, either you're not approaching, either you're not going anywhere or either you're playing games or. Or either you have commitment issues and are looking for this non-existent perfect woman to have to, to avoid settling down. Now, when the men say that, it's a whole different story. But when a woman, when I hear a woman who, you know, I, I haven't found the right one yet, I believe that. It's way less men and you are not the hunter. So even if you did see a guy that maybe you liked, if he don't approach, that's just what it is. Because if a man does not approach you, it's for a reason. Again. Again, we're going to keep repeating ourselves. The man is the hunter. That's what he do. So if a man cannot even come to you and give a proposal to date or get your contact information, he's definitely not ready to be nobody's husband or nobody daddy and lead nobody. Okay. So that's why as a woman, you should never, ever approach a man. Sometimes he's not approaching you because he got people. Sometimes he's not approaching you because he married. Sometimes he's not approaching you because he has a pending court case. Sometimes he not approach you because he broke. Sometimes he not approach you because it's not a good time right now. Okay? If, if the man see you and he don't say nothing, let it be that. It's for a reason. Because the way men brain operate is he going to try to keep his distance. Now, if you bring your thirsty ass over there being all masculine, trying to hunt him, what men are going to do is because this is what they do. Again, don't shoot the messenger. But this is how they operate. You can get upset or you can see how they move and move accordingly. If you get into that masculine energy, the man begins to instantly subconsciously resent you. And then what he going to do is fuck you to punish you for trying him like that. Okay, now, okay, think I'm crazy for when I'm saying this. Ladies, stay out that masculine energy. Okay, you do not approach the man as the hunter. If you violate that, if you violate that, you, he going to give you exactly what you want. He go, In his mind, I tried not to say nothing to Shotty, but Shotty just, she was on me. She was on my body. She refused to. All right, I'm going to give her this dick. Yeah, and that's it. Because I tried to not say nothing to you, but here you go. That's, how, that's the way men think, whether they know it or not, ladies. So this is why some of y'all, well, I ain't seen nothing wrong with approaching them and 
you know, it was going good. Like, you know, I ain't see nothing wrong with it. It was no, sweetie. Um, no, sweetie. It, it definitely was. Uh, I mean, he went along with it. I thought it was cool. No, he was resenting you. That's why you don't do that. He saw you, sis. If he ain't say nothing, that means a lot. If he single and able and didn't say anything, it might mean he think you ugly. That might also be a thing. Some of y'all set yourself up for rejection. He a man. If he wants you, he gonna come get you. Trust and believe that. Okay? So, ladies, be patient. Okay? Do not be thirsty. Chill. Relax. Get you a hobby. Get you something to do. So, that way, you are not thirsty and in a scarcity mindset and desperate to where men, not males, to where men are repelled and low-key resisting you and low-key resenting you i'm sorry to say because of your like masculine ways and arrogance and thirst okay men will punish you for being thirsty ladies don't do it do not emasculate them by doing their job for them in your mind you may think oh well he liked it he he i got his number we met up you know he that thing was banging Okay, well, you know, if a little dick and bubble gum is all you were looking for, then I guess you won, but you definitely didn't win this man respect. Okay, because the next move is you gonna he gonna bend over and you're gonna be smacking him on his butt when he walked past you in the house. Like real men know how those type of situations go left. Eventually they know that. Okay, so that's why the minute he see you being thirsty, trying to holler at him when he ain't say nothing to you, now he gotta take off his belt. Okay. Remember, the woman is under the man, the children are under the women. Whoever is under somebody, the one above them is responsible for their discipline. Again, I know y'all are cringing hearing this, but oh well, this is just what it is, boo. So don't put yourself in that situation. Be patient. Sisters, sometimes it could take six months. Sometimes it could take two years, three years, whatever it is. It's taken some women six months, some women 18 months, some women two years. Whatever the time frame is, it is better than forcing what won't fit. Okay? So chill, get you something to do, stay occupied so that you're not out here with the thirst, parched and dehydrated. Okay? Now, again, when it comes to running across a man, that is not something you run across necessarily every day and it's not something that you take for granted once you do run across it. Okay? Once you run across a man, it's time to step your game up. Your job during the dating phase, when you are dating a man, is to observe him. Because you have, you are supposed to be, during this dating phase, seeing if you can fit in to his life and what he already has going on. There are so many sisters that fake sabotaged good relationships and relationships with a lot of potential because in one way, shape or form, she did not want to conform in a way necessary to fit into his life. The men are the solid. The women are the water. Okay. If you put a bunch of rocks in a bucket and then put an inch of water in there do the rocks move for the water 
Or does the water come in and fill in the cracks and get in where it fits in? The masculine is the solid. The feminine is the flow, the water. So now you need to be pouring your water into his bucket of rocks and seeing can you fill in those cracks, period. Nobody cares about what you think or what you want. No, this is how a man will subconsciously begin to resent you. Again, the way you start is a huge foundation of how your relationship will continue on. Okay, when you on your own woman up and be a grown woman and stop with that, you know, modern day feminist stupid talk and you just go ahead and study this man, study that man, figure out what makes him tick, what doesn't, what does he like, what does he not like, figure out his scheduling, timing. Okay, I know a man bringing you out in public is a foreign concept to so many women, but When you're with a real man, he's going to bring you around his friends, his family, his colleagues, because he needs to see, can this woman get in on my train? Okay, you see when a train start taking off and you was running late, you had to run behind a train and catch and jump on and get on that ride. That's what women have to do when it comes to dealing with men. And guess what? If you don't want to do it, guess what? You can slide. It's that simple. Okay. You need to be looking at how you can contribute to this man's life in a feminine way. How you can use your femininity to contribute to what he's already doing. Of course, as a woman, you will always influence a man to want to do more and do better. And that is perfectly fine. However, you are doing more and better according to his plan. This is a foreign concept that has been forgotten by women and When you observe the truly smart women that lock down men, you will notice that pattern. She got in, observed, learned, got on his program. Okay, you know how many sisters I've seen? Well, you know, I I really liked him, but he wanted to to move to D.C. And I was not leaving my job here in Detroit. Okay. Well, it didn't work out because, you know, he wanted to. Girl, what? Girl, what? Excuse me? Raise your hand if you don't sabotage a relationship with a real man, a good man, because you was being masculine and controlling AF. Raise your hand. Don't lie, sis. It's okay. It's all right. You're going to get another chance. But in order to get another chance, you're going to have to fully acknowledge that you effed up, sis. Okay, observe him. Okay, this is what I need to do with this. Okay, I see when he's had this kind of day, he's in this kind of mood. All right, I see that when he, you know, is looking this way, he likes this. Or I can see I can add romance here. Or when he act like that, I know he needs some puss. Or you you need to be paying attention. Okay, Uh, it's not about him it's not about him learning about how he can accommodate your plan and what you have going on. No. Why? Because he knows he is the leader. He knows he is the leader. Okay. That's the thing. It's all fine and good until you run across confident and competent men that do not necessarily need you in the way these other Negroes you've been dealing with needed you. And then 
be able to replace you at the drop of a hat if you don't act right. Because there's 20 other women wanting a man like that. Are you ready for that, sisters? Some women are not. So they rather stay with the weak man because the weak men do not enforce any requirements. Now, I know y'all just had a, I know y'all heart just skipped a beat when I said enforce. And if it did, really sit and meditate to yourself as a woman and think to yourself, you know, why does the idea of a man being my authority bother me? And really, each woman has to dig deep inside herself and figure out why that is. Why does it bother you? It's actually natural order. It's actually perfectly okay. And it's actually healthy. And it's actually necessary. What happened? Something happened to your grandmother, your mother? Was it a bad experience with yourself, the father, your children, your ex-husband? What was it? What man did you observe in your life that in your perception... Due to his authority, it caused a negative impact directly on you. Think about that. And and whatever happened, look at it, dissect it, discern it, figure out what went right, what went wrong. Look at all the components and move forward and heal from that. It's going to be very important to heal from that mindset. Before you sit and be fake oppressed about something, really ask yourself, what is your real problem with it? But did you die? Did it hurt you in any way? Did it make you lose anything? Did you even give it a fair chance? Some of y'all think things are doomed to fail before you've even tried. I mean, well, if you haven't even tried yet and you already over here thinking it's not going to work, you're probably right then. (laughs) Can anybody hear me? Okay, you know, if that's how you acting, then, hey, you know what? That's probably exactly what is going to go on. So now once the man observed, again, all this is unspoken. None of this has to be said. When you are dealing with a real man, this is how it goes. And you either get on or get lost. He does not beat his chest or abuse you to enforce this. It is just simply apparent in how solid he moves and you'll just kind of catch on to the vibe of all right sis all right baby get go ahead and get on or get lost all right let me go ahead and figure this out let me go ahead and do what i need to do yeah and that's all right so now as the man now as you're dating and the man is starting to see oh she fits in to my life she's not hindering me for for men for men they provide they make things happen Nine times out of 10, all they need, I'm going to keep it real with y'all. All they need is not for you to come in and take care of them or do anything for them. All they need to know is, is this woman going to embarrass me? And is she going to mess up what I'm doing? He don't need you to come in and do for him. He needs you to not hinder what he's already doing. Because for a lot of men, that is their fear of relationship or marriage. Is this woman hindering or messing up what he has rolling? So that's what he wants to know. Now that you play your part, now now when you do what you're supposed to do, you observe him, you get on his program, you put your water to flow through his solids. Now he is going to want to enter the courtship, okay? A lot of you women think a man marries the woman who is the most beautiful or who is the most biggest booty or has the biggest boobies. No, a man 
a man marries a woman that he can trust to not embarrass him and not hinder his growth and his opportunities. We will do another live about women and how they trick y'all out your spot and how women can hinder you from opportunities if you allow it. But that's a different conversation, honey, for a different day. And we'll probably need some Patron or Douce for that conversation because wigs shall be snatched when we have that talk. So we're, we're going to give that a moment and, and pour up before we um, touch that because, honey, nobody has time right now. That's how it happens, ladies. You have to let go. That's why I preach all day. Let go. Okay, we've all lived, learned, made mistakes. Da, 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 da. Okay, it's about, you know, looking at us. Again, like I said in the beginning of this episode, you were like me before. It's possible to have gone almost your whole life without witnessing a man. But sisters, when you do the work and be honest with yourself, make better choices, hold yourself accountable, observe your past, see where things went right, see where they think went wrong, look at common denominators, look at your own traumas, your own upbringing. For a woman like myself, my mother fell sick to cancer when I was eight years old. I'm the oldest of two siblings. So therefore, I had to step up at a young age and really take care of my mom and be the caretaker for my mom and the caretaker of my son. Now, what this calls in me is to for my love language to be serving. Everybody's love language is developed based upon their life experience. Okay, and this is what I mean by looking inside yourself, ladies, and figuring out why you are the way you are healing so that you can attract these men that you swear do not exist. But I'm here to tell you living proof to tell you they exist, but they do not appear until you do the work. Period. Period. I'm talking about there is no they will not even approach you. You might think that you've had some dope man. No, no, it's a whole different. It's like a whole different secret door that opens up when you really become a lady and become feminine and respect yourself and become a grown ass woman. Be accountable, grow, be an adult and do what you got to do. A whole different realm of men open up to you, ladies. And I can tell this to you all day. But you got to do it yourself to see because I didn't believe it either until I went ahead and let go and let myself be as it needed to be. Okay. Be aware of yourself from very young. My form of love was putting myself aside. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a kid. I wanted to go play with my friends and go do things I couldn't. Because I had to take care of my brother. If anything, I had to bring my brother with me, maybe if I could. But half of the time, I couldn't do that either. So love to me, love to me is selflessness. Love to me is serving. I would not have done anything different. There is not anyone I would want to have taken care of my mother and my brother than me. Okay, it was a form of love to put myself aside to do what was best for my family. To do what my family needed me to do. Now, how did this translate into my adult life? By my love language being serving and by me not having a man in the home, I became prime target for abusive men. 
prime target because I had a very subservient and submissive and almost confused attitude towards men. I had never really been around men. I had never really been around men in, in an intimate level or in my home, not even intimate sexually. I'm talking about just being in one's presence. I had never really spent more than a day or two around a man. So here I go as a young girl whose love language is serving, you know, caring, taking care of people. And now, you know, I am like a antelope and there's hungry lions out there. And because I did not have guidance of my parents, because my mom was half dead and my daddy was a rolling stone. Guess who had to be my teacher? Life. Guess what happened? Guess what type of relationships I was attracting? Abusive. Guess the kind of men I was attracting? Men that needed fixing. Because don't let you have a healing, a healing aspect to yourself on top of that. Now you really attract in broken men. Okay? Now you really attract in men who are going to look to you to kind of, you know, suck you dry. And you have to be aware of that. Once you heal, you learn how to set a boundary. Okay, you learn how to set standards, expectations, but you got to look within self. You have to look at your relationship with your father and how that affects you, your relationship with your mother and how that affects you. Okay, so once I was honest with myself and really got to know myself and accepted myself. See, this is what we mean by accepting yourself. Accepting yourself does not mean you just accept yourself when you want some BS or accepting yourself doing something unhealthy. What it means is you accept that this is how you are based upon X, Y, and Z, whatever life experience. And this is what it is. So now let me know that and move in accordance. I'm not going to sit and dog the man. Oh, these men, this, these men, nothing. Men are many. Men are doing what they're doing. Are you aligning yourself to be in their presence? Are you aligning yourself to be in their life? They're not going to sit and pick you up with daddy issues and childhood issues. No. Whole healthy men attract are attracted to whole healthy women. And it's not saying that these men are out here looking for perfect women that never had a problem. I mean, we all have our issues about are you able to overcome that? Have you got over that? Are you all right? Because people got things to do. And the truth is that nobody owes you nothing. And if you can't even do the work to heal and be real with yourself, how do you expect a man to do it for you? Who has less emotional intelligence than you? That's not his job. Normalize therapy. Normalize not looking to your partner to be your damn therapist. Okay, can we please do that? It is not your partner's job to deal with your issues. Y'all need to have that stuff handled before you come in contact, whatever, who it is that you think you deserve. Now, I well, now once I was real with myself and I understood where I had came from, why I did the things I did, why, then once you, it's three steps. You accept yourself, forgive yourself, and then heal yourself. And then you go ahead and move forward. And you don't hold it over your own head. You don't punish yourself. You don't wallow over it. You say, okay, this is what it is. This is what happened. Now it's time to keep it moving. One thing about life, it go on. So if it's going to go on anyway, you might as well make the best out of it, sis. To make the best out of life, you got to be accountable for self, sis. Figure yourself out. 
and figure out what you need to do in order to put yourself in position to deal with men. That is your job when dating, ladies. Hello, your job when dating is not for it to even be about you. Okay, this is a you wash, I'll rinse type of arrangement when it comes to dating. Okay, everybody gets a reward for doing what the F they're supposed to do. So when he sees you fitting in with his life, getting on his program, following his lead, you're showing up like here. Hey, I'm here. I'm here to contribute something. I'm here to contribute something that you cannot get on your own. Hi, I'm here to make you look good. Hi, I'm here to validate you. Hi, I'm here to help you. Hi, I'm here to support you on your endeavors. Once you come at a man with that attitude, guess what happens? Once you put your head out your own ass and you come at a man looking beautiful with that attitude, now he rewards you. I know y'all just die when I said reward you. I know the masculine side of you just broke through your chest when I just said that. But I said what I said for a reason. Because some of y'all come in and want to put your foot down and start demanding. And think that a man is going to respond to demands. No. What I told y'all. Y'all be the light. Being the light can mean different things according to the man. Men need different types of light according to who he is and what he does. So that's why you observe him. Figure out where he need his light at. If you shine the light, but shine it in the wrong direction where he don't need it, then that ain't the one for you. You have to figure out how to tailor yourself for the man. Oh my God, I know y'all are dying when I'm saying this. I know y'all over here like, what? Tailor myself for a man? A man reward me, girl, please. As you sit there, 80 pounds overweight with rolls in your neck and no man checking for you unless they need a co-signer. So clearly that ain't working for you, sis. And I said what I said. Yeah, I said it. So now you show up with the attitude, not as I'm here to suck you dry or I'm here to take from you. When you show up bright-eyed and ready to observe and ready to learn and ready to get on his program and then do so consistently and not only consistently, but dare I say happily, you learn to be happy in fitting in with his life and his program. Now you fit in with his program, his life, his family, his friends, his colleagues. Now come to courtship. Now here come... He start looking at rings, okay? Now here, you prove your value. You sit and you say, okay, this is what I'm bringing to the table. This is how I can contribute to your life. I'm willing to move here, leave this job, whatever it is. When he sees that, now he go to looking for the ring, okay? Now he looking for the ring. This is when a man wants to go ahead and put a ring on your finger and get married, Okay? So a feminine woman is not being feminine and is not getting on his program for him. That's the gag to all this. You know, some of you are so you're you're so fragile in your womanhood to where submitting, yielding to a man makes you feel less of a woman. Women who are secure in their womanhood are not so fragile and threatened as to by simply flowing in with a man's life threatens her entire existence and validation as a woman same with men 
who can love and serve their families without their manhood being so fragile to where it's fuck these bitches. I don't need these hoes. Men that are not that fragile, where they're able to serve, love their families. It doesn't take anything from them as a man. Okay, this is called grown people shit. All right, this is called grown people. This is that grown, grown. A lot of y'all not ready for this. Maybe y'all have not got your ass kicked enough to come to this realization. I don't know what it is. But once you grow up, that's when you say, okay, this is where we're at. Okay, it does not make you less of a woman. It actually makes you more of a woman. Because now you're fulfilling your real role. Okay, we came here to help them, ladies. We came here to help them. They cannot do this without us. Okay? These mofos need us. These mofos would not want to live in this world without us. All right? (laughs) So, if they need us, let's give them what they need. Okay? That's how you win with a man. You give him what he need. And then he see it and he say, oh... This the one. Oh, this is it right here. That's what he wants. Is she not going to mess me up? Is she not going to embarrass me? Can she get in with what I'm doing? That's the woman he going to be with. That's what a woman should be doing. As opposed to dating, talking about, so what kind of movies do you like? Well, some of y'all talk too much. What kind of movies do you like? Well, I like, um, nobody cares. You need to be paying attention. Okay. Being with a man is a job. Everybody glorifies having a man. Oh my God. Relationship goals. Oh my God. I just love their relationship. Do you know the hard work it takes in being with a man? It is hard work. See, y'all only see the cute parts on the vacations and all that. Y'all don't know the, the pressure and the work that come with being with a man that got something to do. And got some purpose and got something going on, baby. It's work. It's tiring, hard work. Don't just see the glamorous part and just want that part, baby. This work. Okay? May the best woman win is the way it goes. Why? That's why, you know, I encourage you ladies to stay looking good. Take care of them bodies. Stay feminine. This is how it, this is how it happens. And we got to stop fighting that, ladies. Fighting it is only hurting you. Get out of your masculine competitive energy, which says, I see all these odds. I see the way this is going. However, for my own competitive spirit and to prove whatever to myself, I'm going to do things this way or that way. Just sit down, sis. Just make it easy on yourself and just go ahead and do what you need to do. Okay. Just stop. All right. Pay attention like it's a class. Some of y'all should relate to that because y'all love to talk about the degrees that you have. Okay? Y'all love to talk about it. So how about this? Treat dating a man like a book, like a class. Study it. Take notes. Write about it. Write an essay about it. Process it. Meditate on it. Study it. That's how you should do when you come in contact with a man. You do not want a man that's doing the opposite where he's studying how ha kiki and rubbing your feet trying to figure out how you going to lead him and show him the way and help him. And I, when I say help him, I'm talking about do it for him. There is a difference between <clears throat> contributing, excuse me, there is a difference between contributing and assisting a man in what he already has a ball rolling on and a man that needs you to come in and create the plan, lead the plan and execute the plan for him big difference between support and enabling okay ladies we have the power it starts with us 
It starts with you. Okay, I do not preach this for no reason. I practice what I preach. I've been there, sis. Uh, you know, I also want to make it very clear because I've heard some people say this as well. Like, being feminine don't mean you're going to get no man. Um, excuse me, basic Betty. But being feminine is not a, it is not about, okay, you're feminine, you get a man. No, there's more to it than that, ladies. Get out of basic Betty mindset. Y'all have to really look at the bigger picture here, okay? I'm not saying, uh, well, once you're feminine, your troubles are over. It all just miraculously goes better. I'm not saying that. I'm not selling y'all that dream. I've been there before. Sometimes as a feminine woman, you are either going to bring out the best or the worst in a man. A feminine woman is either going to show you how much of a man a man is or is going to lull him straight to sleep into complacency and you do not necessarily have control over that because part of being a feminine woman is going into things with good faith and giving it your all and sometimes it may work out and sometimes it's not but if you don't do your part to do what you need to do observe you know, play the role that you need to play according to where you get in, where you fit in. If you haven't done that at any point, then you don't know. You don't know what could or could not have worked or would or would not have worked. Okay, so we have to do our part first. And then most of the time it does turn out well. If it doesn't, you let it go and you keep moving. Life goes on. Okay, that's just the way it goes, sisters. But you cannot be afraid cannot be afraid you just have to be putting your best foot forward and be aware of yourself ladies okay we have to bring back mindsets that work these new mindsets are just not working for us ladies dating equals observing pay attention don't just be lollygagging haha kiki you need to be seeing in every aspect of every moment y'all spend together of how you can be a contribution and an asset to his program okay ladies All right, ladies and gentlemen, I love you all. We are out of time for this week. And as always, peace, love, and black power.